Praise the Lord. Once again, I take this privilege to thank God for the privilege what God has given to us. And also, thank each and every one of you as you are in the midst of God. Let us pray before we go to the world. Father God, we thank you once again for your presence. Thank you for your children. Thank you for the word that you prepare for us to meditate. Lord, let your word dwell in our hearts. As you are going to speak to us, give us the receptive heart to receive your word and obey your word and be blessed by thy word to be a witnesses in this world. Thank you once again for every one of us. Anoint us and by your spirit, hide us behind your cross. Speak to us. And give us the ears to hear you. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Today, I titled the message, Who is a living Christian? You know, this church is very special, I can say. And why I say this? God confirms his word with other servant of God. Like, every time, whenever every one of us speak, it will be confirmed by other minister or other leader prior to this day. Likewise, even today's message was, as I was preparing, it was confirmed by last week's message by our brother Georgie. From there, I pick up this title. The content is the same. The title just I added. As I prepared that as a living Christian, then I had this, who is a living Christian? So that is, the, that is how the message came. So Jesus, throughout in his ministry, what he expects us, he encourages all the believers to grow in relationship, commitments, and obedience to him. This is the essence of how to live a Christian life. Our relationship and our commitment and obedience are done out of love because God loved us without any condition. And it is not it should not be limited, but it should be always exist or you should follow in our life. And we should eager to learn and to show how much we love him, how much more we can love him, show our love to him. So there are some statements like, who is a living Christian? A living Christian means, that the one who proclaimed the gospel of Christ. That you know. We are compelled or constrained or urged to share the gospel. That is the statement of Paul. So in that case, a living Christian means the one who proclaims the gospel of Christ. Are you the one? 
very few years that means you just imagine title is a living christian who is a living christian i am saying now a living christian means that the one who proclaims the gospel of christ it is a commission great commission it is given to everybody we are all of us most of us sitting here 90% or more are believers but very few yes has come out let me go on let me say a living christian means the one who imitated the example of christ very sir be attentive to the word always i used to say always watchful there is something for you if you miss it it will pass if you watch and say amen god will make it fulfill in your life and keep you strong if you just very casually relaxly and relax and sitting and it is for somebody somebody will take it you will be sitting and you will go as you are come please pay attention to god's word and catch out what is there for the, who the god is speaking about whom if it is you you should say amen i will go for third a living christian means the one who pursue the knowledge of christ amen thank you because all of you desire to have more knowledge about christ what we know what we have is not enough that is true thank you a living christian means the one who is willing to give up anything that prevents him from having christ you are living oh that's great <laughs> before i repeat it you said thank you there should not should not be anything that comes between christ and us we should be always ready to give up for christ's sake he is the living christian if you are there thank god for that a living christian means that christ is his focus his goal his motive and his chief or desire amen a living christian means that he will ready to pay any price for christ's sake we should be proud of and we should prepare ourselves to pay any price for christ's sake because he has given his own life to us each and every one of us by paying the precious price he bought us and made us as his own children that's why we are all sitting here what a great privilege it is no one in the world has this kind of privilege and a blessing and being a, becoming a children of the living god who is the creator of the heavens and the earth amen amen, amen? amen. so you can ready to pay any price to for christ sake or to being a christian let's go on few things as i come across to meditate and furthermore from the scripture 
what is the source of your living Christian? What is the source of your living Christian? Where did he come from? What is the source? If you turn to your Bible to John 14, 19 to 23, I'll read it for you from New King James Version. John 14, 19 to 23. A little while longer, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me, because I live, you will live also. 20. At that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them, he is. Who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Judas said to him, Lord, how is that you will manifest yourselves to us and not to the world? Verse 23, Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, I will keep my word. And my father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. What a great blessing promised to us. So the key verse is verse 19. Because I live, you will live also. Because Jesus lives, we will live. Because Jesus lives, We became a living Christian because the life of Christ is in us. We have received him. Amen? Amen. So the answer is, what is the source of a living Christian? Christ himself. Secondly, what is the length of a living Christian? That means, how long the living Christian... There is a life means... For anything, for everything in this world, even to us physically. Because before we born, God knows what is our, the last day in this world. But when this is the world, there is a time frame or the, how long the living Christian will live. Let's go through the scripture. John chapter 11 from verse 22 on verse 22 to 26. It is about the relationship with Martha, Mary and Lazarus' death. And when Jesus came to Martha's house, then Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives, And believes in me shall never die. 
shall never die amen. we will not die even if you die on this earth amen, amen. you are shocked when i say you will not die means you are stand still physical death is there for us but we live forever a living christian will live forever Even if he die to this world we will live with him forever. Amen. That is the destiny. There is no life for a living Christian. He will live forever because we believe in the resurrected Lord. Amen? Amen. So what is the length of a living Christian? He live forever. If you are a living Christian, you will live forever. oh volume come down <laughs> so that means you have doubt of whether you are a living christian or not don't be judge or come to conclusion at the beginning itself you wait till the end so you will be encouraged don't be discouraged thirdly what is the means of your living christian i learn in this way i used to practice in this way always i ask the questions so that if i find the answer that is the message so what is the means of a living christian <clears throat> roman chapter 1 16 and 17 for i am not ashamed of the gospel of christ for it is the power of god to salvation for everyone who believes for the jews first and also for the greek verse 17 for in the righteousness of god is revealed from faith to faith as it is written the just shall live by faith the just shall live by faith are you the just are you the just if you are just confidently if you say you will live by faith that means the means of your living christian is faith in christ jesus since all our faith is in him and in his word and that is the means for us to live and say that we are a living christian amen fourthly what kind of a person he is a living christian what do we say there are many things about him to say and here second corinthian chapter 5 14 15 and 17 for the love of christ compels us because we judge thus that if one died for all then all died and he died for all and those who live should live no longer for themselves but for him who died for them and rose again verse 17 again therefore if anyone is in christ he is a new creation all things have passed away behold all things have become new so the bible says a living christian is 
a new creation. If you are a new creation, say Amen. When you are keeping silent, I have, I feel like doubting whether I am teaching the right thing or wrong. So again, pay attention to God's word. This is the scriptures encourages us those who are already following Christ and having a right relationship and committed your life. And learn to love him and proclaim his gospel is an encouragement. Those who are not, it is again to you. It is an encouragement. There is no condemnation to anyone. Jesus Christ never condemns people. Always he encourages. So the children of God, be encouraged as we are in the house of God. So whatever the words comes to you. It is only to lift you up and keep you stern, stand and stand firm in the word. Amen? Amen. So end of our living Christian will be with Christ in life or death. How do we say that? Again, Romans 14, 7 to 9, as we the promise came to us. For none of us lives to himself. And no one dies to himself. If we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. If you are the Lord, say Amen. Amen. So you are not listening the word. So none of the things of you. Already I give the title. I read the scripture. When I say, if you identify yourself with the scripture, immediately you have to sh- jump and shout that amen to that. Once again I will read that word. Verse 8. If we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. Amen. Therefore, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. Amen. We are belonging to our Lord's. Amen. Amen. Thank you. For this is the end. Christ died and rose and lived again. That he might be Lord of both the dead and the living. So, what a privilege it is. He is our Lord. We are His. Sixthly, yeah, living Christians always motivate Christ in and through His life. Romans 8, 12-14 Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh, To live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. You will live. 
so that means we are living christians amen amen, amen? amen. so yeah we are a living christian to the lord <clears throat> so the sin and enemies are the enemies of your living christian finally the persecution is the price for a living christian so we know and we are every side we turn we hear about the persecution around the world let us see the scripture second timothy chapter 3 10 to 12 but you have carefully followed my doctrine manner of life purpose faith long suffering love perseverance leaven persecutions afflictions which happened to me at antioch at iconium alistira what persecutions i endured and out of them all the lord delivers me this is paul who is saying and writing to timothy he says and out of them all the lord delivers me 12 yes and all who desire to live a godly in christ jesus will suffer persecutions so as we started with it is god who paid a price to buy bought us as his children and we have seen the process of how you are living christian to live on this earth who is he where is the source how he was led how he was preserved and what is the life the uh, means and when all these things are saying it 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 gives us the comfort to stand firm in christ with him because he live we will live and we will die forever and we will live forever even if we die on this earth we will be with the lord because we have christ in us the spirit of god in us and to have a ever life that is long life or life forever there should be a price has to be paid what is that price stand firm boldly and face persecutions what is happening around the world are you ready to face it because that is very high price you may say we don't money to buy that is it that way hello when we say when we hear the god paid a very high price to bodies as is worn you are happy but if you wanted to be a living christian forever there is a price for you to pay you are not willing hello 
what the scripture says, all who desire to live godly in Christ, are you the all? Are you the all? One among the all? All who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecutions. It is not you? Hello? It is the one, where is your faith? Where is your love? This is the test to your love and your faith, your commitment and whatever you said, yes and amen, it is a challenge where you are standing. The one who is in you, who is he? Who is he? Christ Jesus. He is the one greater than Greater than the world. And he is in you. You need not worry about anything else. He is, the one. he is your refuge. He is your strength. He is the one who protects you. He is the one who covers you. When the promises come to you, you are very happily receive it. When you say that you are supposed to face the persecution, you stand still. Is it to me? How can I face it? That is something like exam. You have to pass it. For eternity, you have to pass it. For any exam or promotion to any other thing, you sit night and day and study. Right? Children or adults. But when this is come, you are a little bit reluctant. Dear children of God, cheer up! God is with us. This is for you and me. And because we have a desire to live a godly life on this earth. We are desire, we have a great desire to live for Christ on this earth. So that the world will see Christ in our life. Through our life. If that is true, persecution is part of it. We have to face it. If you are not going to face it all alone, God is always with you. Because He is the living God. He is the living God. We are the living people. Amen? Say a louder Amen. Don't have a doubtful Amen. Other way you can say a living Christian is a spirit-filled Christian. Make it short. I just two things I bring it to you. Spirit-filled Christian. How you became strong? How you can face the persecutions? Or how you can stand firm in this world? And it is all possible because the Spirit of God is in you. And you are living, you are constantly say that you are a living Christian. So as a carnal person, this is the example. It is not about unbeliever or a carnal man. And it is not before accepting Christ. It is something like people like us. Who accepted Christ as the Lord and Savior. And commit ourselves to the Lord. And made a promise that we will follow him. 
and following him sometimes we become shaky here and there so this is a kind of a person this is the character of the person who is not who is a believer but he is not fully what is that what are the characters the person will be having a legalistic attitude impure thoughts on and off poor prayer life you see where you are poor prayer life frustration aimlessness ignorance of spiritual heritage discouragements on and off disobedience on and off unbelief even though we say believer there are time for us to unbelieve guilt worry jealousy critical spirit no desire for bible study or love or longing to study the word loss of love for god and others this is the stage of a believer or a carnal person but what god expects us is the other one yes spiritual person he is the spiritual person who is a spiritual person so the previous one the self was on the throne even though we accept christ the yes is sitting on the throne but here a spiritual person the one who filled with the holy spirit all the time strengthened him and he is on the throne who is he? he is a spiritual person what are his characters christ centered life trust god all the time obeys god all the time empowered by the holy spirit introduces others to christ that is that is proclaiming christ to others effective prayer life the prayer life became a breath to them and he has the fruit of the spirit like love joy peace patience kindness faithfulness goodness understands god's word he is the person where christ is the center of his life god expects us <coughs> to be like this person you may ask why it is that most christians not experiencing the abundant life god has provided us an abundant life the fruitful christian life just i will give you the quotes jesus said john 10:10 I came that they might have life and might have it abundantly <coughs> abundant life god has promised secondly john 15:5 i am the vine and you are the branches he who abides in me and i in him he bears much fruit for apart from me you can do nothing apart from me you can do nothing you cannot bear fruit 
so we should abide with him the promise is there i will abide with you okay galatians 5:22 23 but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self control against such things there is no law acts 1:8 the promise but you shall receive power when the holy spirit has come upon you he is not only upon us he is in us and the scripture says and shall be my witnesses both in jerusalem in judea in samaria and even to the uttermost part of the world yet so how to walk in spirit very quickly i can tell it faith basically the faith what is faith faith in god and his promises very simple we should have faith in god sometimes we may have faith in somebody we may believe somebody we may believe the world we may believe the people we may believe the things but they are all the things which comes between god and us but our faith should be in him if we our faith is in him as we have seen before we are the living christian as a living christian we should have faith in him it is only means by which christian can live a spirit directed life let's go on your life will demonstrate more and more of the fruit of the spirit and will be more and more conformed to the image of christ roman 12:2 and 2 and corinthians 3:18 secondly your prayer life and bible study meditation will become very meaningful to you if you are a living christian and if you are a person who are blessed abundantly thirdly you will experience his power in witnessing christ to the world it is a really it is a joy for god children to proclaim christ as a witness so whenever wherever you witness anybody you can say and feel yourself the joy it is a fulfillment of god's promise in my life it is not only expecting the material thing and the blessings of the world saying that this is the promise more as a spiritual children as you are filled with the spirit of god you should always desire to receive the spiritual blessings in your life than the material whatever we have on this earth those things will leave us and even you cannot take anything as the job says none of the things will carry but whatever you earn spiritually store up your treasures in heaven what is that store of your treasures the souls which you win on this earth they are the treasures which you are supposed to store in heaven that are your treasures so in that case always seek the spiritual blessing whenever the word of god fulfilled in your life you have to glorify him rejoice in your 
every walk of your life. Finally, I will say, you will be prepared for a spiritual conflict against the world. 1 John 2, 15 and 17. Against the flesh. And all Galatians 5, 16 to 17. And against Satan. 1 Peter 5, 7 and also Ephesians 6, 10. So we will be prepared ourselves whenever, wherever we have a conflict in our spiritual life with our spirit, with the world, with the flesh and with Satan. We are the overcomers. Oh, we are the overcomers. Because Jesus overcame the world. Jesus overcame the sin and the world. And we are His children. Amen? And His Spirit is in us. So we are not a conqueror, more than conqueror. Jesus Christ is the conqueror of the world. We are more than conqueror of this world. We should rejoice in the world and live with abundance life. Amen? May God bless you all. Let's pray. Prepare for ourselves for the Lord's table. Now it's a time for us to come to the Lord's table. As all of you know, and it is not for as a ritual, and it is not as a tradition, and it is the ordinance of your New Testament churches, and it is a commandment, it, but at the same time it is not optional. Let's pray for the Lord's table. Before that, let me read a few words from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, from verse 23 onwards. <clears throat> For I received from the Lord that, I which, that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drink this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. And so, let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner, 
eats and drinks judgments to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. When we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord, that we may not be condemned with the world. Dear children of God, as all of you know, repeatedly it is a warning comes to us. And it is not just cash, take it lightly or casually. It is so important. It is first of all, it is a remembrance. What has happened to the, in the Old Testament to his children as they started with the Passover. The same thing Jesus did on this earth before his death. And he commanded his children to do this in remembrance of me. And this is become a memorial. This became a communion as the disciples had with Jesus. We too, in faith, we will have with Jesus as we are going to have among ourselves. And also the commandment is here... For us to proclaim God's word. God's word in the sense very specially about his death. Why? He is not only about the death. Because of his death we live. Because he not only died, he rose again. And he lived forever. And we are here called... Not only to being his children, to proclaim the gospel of Christ, of the cross, to this world. And when we come here, as we said, we should come with reverence, with fear, with honor, with respect. And this is, for me, it is a privilege. And examine yourselves. And confirm that you are worthy to take part in it. So, after your self-examination, if your conscience says that you are led to, rejoicingly come and have it, and celebrate and glorify God, and it is a blessing. And this has to be done only among the Christians, those who are accepted Christ as the Lord and Savior, and obey the Lord as a testimony into the waters of baptism. And this we will do as often as possible. Let's pray for the Lord's table. Father God, once again we thank you for your presence. Thank you for being with us. Even now, we take this privilege to bless this bread and the wine. In the name of your son Jesus Christ. And sanctify it. Give us, Lord, the life in through this, O Father. And this is a blessing that we share among every one of us. That's the bread and the wine. As we take it, we will remember the body of Jesus Christ which was broken for us. As we drink the cup, we also remember the blood which was shed on the cross. 
to save us father you minister to us we will have fellowship with you as a communion in jesus precious name we pray Dear children of God, the ushers will help you and uh, just to cooperate with them. Those who are born again, accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, you are free to come and join in this great celebration of the Lord's table. Thank you. My Lord, what love is this that so dearly that I, the guilty one, may go Yeah.
Hallelujah. The communion will always remind you that Jesus has died for your sin. As a living Christian, you need to remind yourself that you need to be alive. It goes beyond being a church member as a living Christian. It has to be demonstrated. It has to be shown that yes, you are a living Christian. It is something that will always be active in us. That when people see it, they will say, yes, this is a child of God. Jesus demonstrated this, demonstrated a living Christian in two ways. In the book of uh, Luke 6. He demonstrated that. He used to picture a fruit tree and a house. If you read that story, you will understand what I'm saying. He said, no good fruit, no good tree bear bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. That's verse 43 of Luke 6. So this is a very simple concept. Just looking at a tree, you can say that, okay, looking at the kind of fruit he provides, he's producing, you will say this is a good fruit. When somebody look at you, can they say that you are a living Christian? You might be alive, you might be walking, but can someone conclude that you are a living Christian? When you look at the fruit of a tree, you can determine whether that tree is of good quality or the other side. So good fruit means good tree. And bad fruit means what? Bad tree. In Luke 6, 45, in Luke 6, 45, 
A good man out of the good treasure of his heart bring forth, a, bring forth good. And an evil man out of his evil treasure of his heart bring forth evil. So as a living Christian, our conduct, our behavior should always guide us. Should always speak volume and speak about our life. Brethren, we have heard the message today. All I want you to keep asking yourself is that, am I a living Christian? Like I said, you might be alive, but you need to observe what you do. A living Christian obey and listen to Jesus. No wonder Jesus described it in the same Luke 6, 47 and 48. As for everyone who come to me and hear my word, and put them into practice. I will show you what they, are, what they are like. They are like a man building a house. Who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When flood came. The torrent struck. That, that house but could not shake it. Because it is well built. You are built... When you are a living Christian. And the communion will keep reminding you. Do this. In what? In my remembrance. It's not just to come here and line up and take it. It's just to obey wholeheartedly. And follow the full step of Jesus Christ. And I pray that as a living Christian. God will continue to give us the spirit that we enable us to remind ourselves every time that our conduct, our behavior should prove that, yes, we are alive. Let us be on our feet. Father, we thank you. We bless your name for another beautiful service. We thank you for your presence in our midst. We glorify you. Father, accept our thanks in Jesus' name. We thank you because you have made us to be alive today. You have reminded us that, yes, we must be a living Christian. Father, we glorify you for the message that we have heard today. We thank you for the one where we are going to hear again. Father, we thank you. We glorify you. As we depart to our different homes, Father, we pray that your spirit that continue to lead us, to guide us, to be alive in you, you will endow us in the mighty name of Jesus. Remember your son that you have used this day that you continue to anoint him more in the mighty name of Jesus. That from that knowledge you have granted him, he has brought this. You will replace it in abundance in Jesus' name. Thank you, everlasting Father. Father, we pray as many that will be traveling this week, that they shall go safely and return safely in Jesus' name. And for those that have gone, Father, they shall return safely in the mighty name of Jesus. And as we go, Lord, go ahead of us in Jesus' name. And for the rest of our program for the year, we pray and we decree, Almighty God, as you have taken over all the previous services and program, Father, you will take over all the services that remain for this year and beyond in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Blessed be your holy name. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let us share the grace together in fellowship. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore.
Amen. Surely, God goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.